This is for the nerves, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What is poppin' everybody? <laughs> and keep going, keep Welcome going. Welcome back <laughs> to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends, which includes, but is not limited to, my boy Hunt. What's poppin', Hunt? Hello, Conrad. Good morning. How are we, oh, we, we got the monitor back. Okay. Our <laughs> monitor was down. I was like, are we even on air? Like, I, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, you must good. have been so scared for that monitor not to be there. I wasn't scared. <laughs> I was fine. I just, I just thought we got cut off. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Doing well out there in the wind streets this week. Ooh. Yeah. You fired a couple bullets already? Yeah. Fired two bullets yesterday. No dice. So we're back out there today and uh, hopefully running better. All right, mm -hmm. sweet, sweet. I played the 1100 um, six max. It was awesome, man. I missed the six max. I was really sad. It, uh, it's always so fun playing six max live man like, it's great it was so good i got to put my feet out i was like oh i, I thought, thought you're about to put your other foot on the desk as well just go like spread eagle like on oh, the I desk i fell straight back I was, when they thought about the shot i was yeah. like well damn no, you're good bro you got a computer there like when i send uh, the, when i send the other chair you can see some shit every day it's sure you, you ain't lying over there Lenny. you are not lying berkey is not here today with not with us you know he passed away he's been replaced <laughs> he's, he he's been replaced by the the younger generation yeah mm -hmm. he got a you know an 8 a.m call hey come play 100 100 at bobby's room so he's out yeah and he fucking left us he fucking mm -hmm. left us man he as he should yeah you know, you know the stories i hear from that room he should go yeah you know what's funny is all this all this uh this twitter dialogue lately about like if you get invited to a game and you're not bringing a whale with you then maybe they think you're the fish or you're getting cheated or whatever it's funny how Berkey keeps getting all these invites <laughs> yes. <by> the <laughs> he these games. Mm -hmm. it's like at what point like do they think he's the fish is there something going on like oh, what's what's happening here? oh you might not have seen this what's that what have i not seen oh so <laughs> some of the people in Berkey's game Sent in this video, which was like a cartoon video where he, they're just calling him a fish. I haven't <laughs> seen that. And calling wow. him like the worst player in Vegas. And it is fucking hilarious. So that's why he gets the invites. Because they just think he sucks. It's like a good minute of just trolls. And it is wow. so fucking funny, bro. I, I don't know how, like, it's funny, right? Because everyone thought he sucked for a long time for whatever reason. And then they're like, the opinion kind oh, of changed. Oh, there was reason. Oh, I just <laughs> Sure. Okay. The biggest Says reason. The child of the sim. The biggest reason air, I think air, is the nine, nine hand, where he yeah. found against um. When he folded a no, boat. PC, no. PC, no. 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 I'm sorry. When he jammed into nine nine on like fuck. What's the kid's name that got second in the main? Uh, Orange hair. This year? I don't remember. God. No. Attenborough. Oh, oh, Attenborough. I forgot what the I forgot the oh, hand history. It was but. like he had he had a nine on a three flush board and he, he turned into a bluff or something. Yeah. But yeah. 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 But like anyway the. The funny thing is, like, he goes and beats a guy for a million dollars heads up in a short span of time, and no one's changed their opinion. Suddenly, no. they they still think he sucks somehow. Like, they must think Airball just sucks even worse, but, like, he keeps getting the invites. Well, Both can be true. They, Both they can be true. I guess think that's true. Airball mm -hmm. sucks I even more. <laughs> I guess that's true. Both can be true, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what's Airball on, like, a $8 billion downswing or something Who like knows? that? Who knows? He's getting cheated nowadays, so it might be a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's tough to define where the downswing begins and ends when, A, you're already losing, you're also getting cheated, and, you know, you're not probably not even tracking your results very well in the end anyway. So we like, call that drawing dead. Yeah, I think we do. I think we Stone do. Stone dead. Zero outs in the deck. So what's yeah. your plans for this win series? You, you firing everything? Yeah, pretty much. Looking forward to the big 10K Let's next go. week. Right. 40 million guaranteed. Ten I, wait. How? What's that? You're looking forward to the 10K? You're not looking forward to fucking go for the repeat final table oh, of the true. prime? That's true. Yes. I am looking forward to that. I've got to defend my eighth place finish. That's right. You got um, it, man. My eighth, be thrilled eighth to get place eighth again. title. Like, honestly, looking back at that final table last year, I there are at least a few hands that I, I'm really unhappy with how I played them because there was, there was one spot where I lost a hand and I could feel it was like a super frustrating spot where I lost in a really weird way. And I could feel after that, like I made a couple of mistakes. So this year, no mistakes. We're going to run good. We're going to win this thing. If you, right, get eighth, if you get eighth place again for like 100K, will you be disappointed? Um, 
a hundred no. times. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like, but first okay, it's so gonna be like a million, like, okay, probably. Yeah. So like, if you offered me eighth place now, obviously snap take. Yeah. If I get there, if I were to final table it again, mm -hmm. and I were to go in with like a decent stack, and right. I were to end up getting eighth again, right. I'd be super annoyed. That, it's like, funny because it's like. It's, you know, you're like, well, you get eighth place, would you be upset? It's like, well, how did I get there? Yeah. Right? Because if, exactly if, I, if I short stacked my way all the way from like 20, 25th place all right. the way to eighth, like, ah, you know what? I did pretty good. Yeah. But if you're like chip leader coming in the final table when you get eighth. And that's what happened last time. That's <laughs> yeah. what happened last time. I was yeah. like, I was chip leading with like 11 left. And then I just lost one like reasonably big hand and then mm -hmm. another reasonably big hand. And it was like, oh, I got eighth, you know. What was first what? last year? Uh, like 700. Seven, seven you can just ask Landon because he had 5%. Oh, that's right, Landon. Yes. Landon fucking is. fucking kid. What's 5% yeah, of 700,000? 35. There you go. Look at the smirk on his face. Oh, you had 5% of Steven Song? Yeah. Yeah, of course he did. Oh, he God. makes me sick. Um, Wait, did you also have a, a hunt swap too? No. no. Uh, that's that's why you didn't, didn't win, Hunt. Yeah, exactly. You fucked up, man. I, I feel betrayed. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm at a final table with someone else, and you have a percent of them, but not of me. That, they're, getting, they're getting the run good against me. They're getting mm -hmm. the land and swap run good, he and was, it's hurting me. He was telling Tong exactly how to play against you, too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I just Yo, I feel so betrayed. What, what did you get into this week? Uh, it's funny you should ask. I uh, actually went to LA. <laughs> I had a personal matter I had to take care of. <laughs> You know, oh my god. Connie, when you're when you're <laughs> when you're passionate about something, like you have to go all in. You you left off the you left off the Robbie's name with the two hearts at the bottom. Like that that's my favorite part of this because like what just like what does he think oh, does he man. think Robbie's gonna notice him somehow? Like what's going on? Robbie, you listen, the, when you're in love, you're in love. I guess so. <laughs> you are the absolute goat. This man has been in my DMs and my fucking mentions. He's just he's just posting this shit everywhere. Then he just shows up at Hustler. Robbie, his Guapo's DMs are open. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> But no, like oh, when man. it comes to the whole like short stack versus triple get eighth, it's just like the awareness of how much money you're losing when you lose it. Right. Because right? your chip stack's worth so much yes. when you're chip leading. Yeah. But if you if you have ten bigs, your your stack's gonna be worth mo a little mm -hmm. bit more than what it's worth because of ICM value. And, yeah. And you know what's also really dumb about that specific final table for me is I was very aware that Steven Song is like he's the best player left, and he's really good at all ends. Right. And and he gets into like a big flip with nine left and i'm like sitting on like a medium-ish kind of stack at that point and i'm just like man if steven loses this this is really good from my ev <laughs> yeah, and then me. he just wins it takes the chip lead and wins the whole fucking thing yeah. and i'm just like come on steven song well, how you, good do you run well i mean if you knew landon had five percent you just knew who's oh yeah i mean I, I if i'd known that in advance i would have just not even sweated it because yeah. steven's obviously winning right <laughs> but like yeah it's crazy <laughs> all right so we got a bunch of shit to talk about today guys we do but you know, before we get into the game of gold, before we get into the drama, we got a new Poker Out Loud episode that just dropped. We do. Yes, yeah. we do. And we played the stand-up game in it. Oh, man, that was fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I wish I hadn't been, like, super tired so I could actually think during it. But, um, yeah, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I, it made me wish that there was a way. Like, I love I loved the stand-up game, but I don't like playing live cash, and I definitely don't like having to try to get into, like, private games or whatever. So it made me wish there was a way to play the stand-up game in tournaments, but that's never going to happen. No, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> let's give him a little taste. We're not playing a normal poker game here. Now we're playing the stand-up game. Everyone has incentive to win hands faster because there's a penalty at the end of the game. This is very out of line and very devious. All right, we'll see you at the river, young man. I think it's just a blunder, honestly, opening his hands um, with two just absolute monkeys in the blinds. I mean, I think the simplest way to get through this hand right now is to just rip it. Someone's just going to fuck me up, so I actually have to play a lot tighter here under the gun. Mamma mia. Fucking stand-up game. <laughs> this is a stand-up game great. Two MTT wizards. Finding ways to put 100 blinds in with ace nine. <laughs> it's, it's more fun now that I know that it's like fine to just stop. We're gonna peel and we're gonna pray. Fuck. I'm gonna need more chips so I can give everybody chips. <laughs> it only cost me everything. Stand up? Yeah. Stand up is on? <laughs> oh, we've been doing it already? Stand up's been on the whole time? Yeah. yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I, 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 yeah. 
You just always play sixes that way. I was playing it regular. <laughs> I got replaced. Everybody, go head over to softwai.io. Check out the new Poker Out Loud. It's popping. They played the stand-up game. Hunt, like, what did you feel? How did you feel about the playing the stand-up game during Poker Out Loud? Yes, I really enjoyed it. It, it adds such a great dynamic to the game um, where you're, you're constantly figuring out new strategies on the fly. And uh, I think one thing that makes it really fun is everybody having different incentives to like how much they have to try to win the hand based on whether they're already standing up or sitting down or whatever. Um, Cause it really just creates some fun dynamics. So yeah, it was, it was fun to play it. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting the chance to do it again on, uh, on Poker Out Loud. I, I don't see a possibility of it not happening again. It has to, you we know, gotta do it again, it was too much fun. It just makes poker fun. It really does. You just, Did you guys actually have to stand up? No. no. I was gonna say, not. cause that's probably gonna be a nightmare Pro produc for uh, Yeah, production yeah. was like, no, we're not doing we that. We just had yeah. like a chip that we used <laughs> as like a marker for who's standing up and who's sure. sitting down. And, and that happens know. a lot in regular games too, I think. Yeah, there's no reason, there was no reason to force people to actually stand right. up. Right, yeah. All right. Well, it, I mean, it's different from the stories that we've heard from Matt in the live environment when no. people stand up. Yeah. Way different. Right. Because right. people really want to sit down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like part of the punishment of the stand-up game is, is having, having to, to be stand. on your feet. Yeah. That's true. Like imagine mm -hmm. having to stand for like an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to try to win playing. some pots. Mm -hmm. You just gotta. You some gotta, light three bets, light four bets. You got to get in there. You got you to show a little bit of life, you know? You can't yeah. just be... That's why Matt keeps getting invites back. He's really good <laughs> at being in the stand-up game. And what I, what I also like is that it, it's super... <laughs> it's like almost impossible to brain solve effectively. You know, like you, you kind of look at it and there were spots where I was like, well, I think I'm supposed to do this. Like, I feel like I probably am, but I don't know how wide my range is supposed to be. Like, I don't know how much I'm supposed to try to like go super hard to win the pot now. And I definitely feel like looking back at it, I made mistakes in what I assumed to be the right strategy about how to play the stand-up game. Like I didn't go... I didn't go hard enough in the early hands to try to win the hands before everybody else, like before you get into the, like, the last few people of the stand-up game. So I was just left in a lot of spots where it's like me and one other person are still standing up and I need to win the next hand. And it was mm -hmm. like me and them going heads up. And it was just like, you just have to like be all in and hope they don't have anything. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was yeah. wild. I, I think I jammed for, there was a spot where I four bet jammed for like, an insane amount of big blinds against Nick Howard. Like, I think I jammed like ace nine for like 350 bigs or something just because I had to win the pot. <laughs> so it was like just insane spots happening. Yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. How much was the penalty? Uh, it was like five, five big five blinds big each or something. Um, I can't, I can't remember specifically, but it was, it was a, it was a decent penalty. Enough yeah. to four bet jam ace nine for 300. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, I, I guess it was like a spot where I mean, I don't remember the specifics, but people can go check out the footage and see the spot. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so you haven't been in here in about a week, right? Yeah. About I mean, a week ago. I haven't, yeah, about a week or so. Yeah. So obviously you don't know that there's a new cheating scandal going I'm, on. I'm, I'm pretty like, I, I kind of am keeping up to date. Like every okay. time, every time Bucky posts something in our group chat about it. I'm like reading it, right? Okay. So I'm reading our group chat. Okay. Let and, me I, and I have the I have the gist of it, but I I definitely am not. Um, I don't know the specifics, and I I barely remember the names of everybody involved. All right, I'm gonna give you a quick rundown. All right, for what I got. So yesterday or a couple days ago, it came out that um, Airball and Wesley have been cheated in a home game. This home game apparently took place on like October 14th or okay. something like that. Um, it's come out that this man Mars is the one that cheated the game, or allegedly, allegedly, allegedly cheated the game, and he was. Um, he basically had um, a UV deck in the game. Is it UV or basically or like yeah, like like um, like invisible ink? Yeah, invisible ink wow, deck so in the like game. Old school cheating, invisible ink. Yes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of stuff is just keep coming out and everybody just keeps talking and there's spaces in Chinese and there's so much going on that, you know, oh, we're doing spaces again, but in really? Chinese too. Mm -hmm. oh it's God. not even in English this time. It's all in Chinese. Wow. So it's, it's, um, it's been a little hard to keep up with what's going on. I, yeah. Right I now. can imagine. Wow. Uh, Weren't there like 500 people in the spaces and I'm sure most of them don't know how to 
speak Mandarin. I want to know how many people went to Google and like hit Google Translate and just put it up against their computer. <laughs> you need like you need like a universal translator thing, like a real time, like a little ear, oops, like a little ear device that you put in to mm -hmm. listen to the Chinese language spaces. <laughs> It'll probably be out in a couple years because Elon. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be. It's probably like Google. The Google employees probably already have one. You know? I don't have that much dedication. I gotta tell you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean I. I, I, don't I, even listen, I don't even listen to the spaces when they're in English. Yeah, I. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't listened to a Twitter space in yeah. a long time. Like we had. We had that phase back after the 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 heads up match where like everything was being hashed out in in Twitter spaces. It seemed. That was and fun. now. And now it's all it, like it died, and now it's mm -hmm. like trying to come back. But I don't think people are going to be able to make it come back. Like, right. well, not the way it, it did before. All right. So we went through about what happened basically the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. Last night, um, Brown Baller Ishan went to Twitter and the most honorable man in LA. Most honorable man in LA went to Twitter. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who, who crowned him this? <laughs> Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Airball, airball, airball. I don't really think it's true, but what do you just hate? You just hate LA or what? I do hate LA and I hate the uh, uh, eighty-five, no, ninety-eight percent of the people in it. Okay. Um, Damn. But um, it's a big place. Two percent is a lot. Yeah, Ishan. I, just lost I, after I, for some reason, audience. I, I kind of like Ishan. So anyway, he came out with this tweet that Land is going to read for us. Yeah. Uh, hey everyone, so I'm going to weigh in on my perspective on the Mars scandal. So I didn't play much in the Chinese home games, but I did a couple times. There was one time when I lost 100k. Where in retrospect, it's extremely likely I was cheated. It was a big straddle pot. The 800 was on. Where another player opened like 3k. One call in the middle, and I squeezed kings to 14k on the button. So-called whale that Mars later stacked in a different hand that made no sense. Cold called and the opener folded. Flop is queen eight deuce rainbow. He donks for 12k. I jam 35 and he calls and has eight deuce of hearts. I was suspicious, but since the whale dusted his 200k stack to Mars later, I just assumed that he was a mega whale and didn't know what he was doing. Beluga. Yeah. <laughs> the golden goose, if you will. <laughs> At the time, I didn't consider they could have been cheating together. I talked to other players that know the so-called whale since and that they told me he's extremely tight. Mars defending himself by denying the allegations and trying to defame Wes in return leaves an extremely bad taste in my mouth. We all considered Mars our friend, and this entire situation is very disheartening. Okay, number one, these people aren't your friends. <laughs> like, I'm someone that calls people my friends. I'm done with that. Well, Nobody's yeah, my friend anymore. Well, that's because of what we did to you. We beat it into you that nobody was your friend. You're right. You know, we no absolutely beat it into you. It's a cold world out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, what have you done to this kid? What have you I've, done I've to this kid? I've become more jaded, man, over a couple of years. We've helped him, man. They've helped me. They've helped me become more cold and distant. Your only <laughs> friends are in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's going off on Twitter. This is uh, Brown Baller's tweet right here. It seems um, pretty interesting, that, especially since everybody's saying that this guy plays tight normally. Yeah, suspect, huh? It, and then he just finds the eight deuce of heart, you know, whatever. That, that does feel like I, I, I understand people taking note of that, right? Because when someone is, when someone just does something that seems wildly out of place for what they normally do, it does sort of set off an alarm bell of some kind when mm -hmm. something like that happens. It's yeah. like, well, he did, he did something that he would never normally do, and then he got massively rewarded for it. Like, that's just, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand being suspicious of that. <laughs> it sounds so, like tournament poker. This next, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. So this next tweet storm is from Blank Check Ben. Ah. And basically... He was actually the opener in the hand. Yes. So Ben tweeted, I was in this hand. I was the player who opened raised ace queen off. After Ishan Thuban and the whale cold called, I folded because they didn't have enough behind. The flop was queen eight deuce rainbow and Ishan stacks off with kings versus eight deuce. They probably didn't think I'd fold ace queen after opening from the hijack, so I got away. But one orbit later, something even crazier happened. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, cue the suspense. Uh, he says, shortly after the brown baller got felted, I was dealt six four of spades in the small blind. Whale opens the thousand, three calls, I call. Flop comes seven five three rainbow. I check, the whale bets three thousand and the five thousand. I check raise to thirty thousand. Okay, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> whale snap jams hundred and fifty thousand without thinking. I call, he tables eights. So for context, blank check Ben has flopped the joint and is up against overpair. I asked to run twice, he says no. Turn six, river four. <laughs> I quit the game after that. Uh, so two things about these two tweets that I kind of just put together immediately. Well, if this was a cheated situation, both of them, they're doing it pretty smart. Mm. Using bad hands 
and just like, yeah, sure, flop the nuts, but whatever. They're not like, it's not an aces versus kings or like mm -hmm. something along those, like a very obvious setup where you're just like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. It's more like, this guy just fucked me. And it's like using like hands that, you know, you just wouldn't immediately suspect this person's cheating. Yeah, I think that the thing that is difficult about this spot is how do you make like let's say this was a rigged hand right how do you make sure that somebody in between the player with eights and the player with six four suited doesn't three bet and cause six four suited to fold right like you can't guarantee it's going to go raise call 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 six four suited calls six four suited might end up folding for you, some reason you can't if you rig all the hands I mean, yeah, but then you, I don't you, know how, but you still have to, is. like, know every individual player well enough to know, like, okay, this guy's going to call with this hand. He's never yeah. going to three-bet it. Yeah. Because there's so many things that can go wrong, basically. No, yeah, funny, sure. funny you say that, because Haralabob did say, if you're going to cooler and cool deck someone, it seems a bit rich to hope they're going to call the small blind with 6-4 suited. Yeah. <laughs> they must have known the customer pretty well. Yeah, it's, it's more, I feel like it's more just, like, there's so many individual little things that have to go right for that cooler to actually happen the way you want it to happen. That's true. You know? But you know what? What do you lose? That's true. You lose nothing. If it doesn't go correct and... That's whatever. true. Try again. It is, it is kind of a free try, roll. Try again. Yeah. Guess what? I bet you there's a fucking draw with 10 other set decks in it. Yeah. You know? It's just yeah, like, you're probably right. It's just like one of those things. It's like, you know, whatever. It's just a free roll. Look, Conrad mm -hmm. protects me in these streets, man. I trust Conrad on these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a complete free roll. Cheating is a free roll. I'm true. like, oh, look, here's a great home game. I get to play Conrad. It's like, you're not leaving the house. <laughs> 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 you're staying home. He's like, he's like ch chaining you to the radiator yeah. to stop you going to play a home game. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a thing nobody's inviting you for to play this fucking game landon they probably should i would keep playing i'd have the e i would have the ego to keep playing it is true and, it, and you'd bla like, blast right off into them like we like i mean like we <laughs> said last time like the pros are the people that actually are the the marks in these spots because if you see hands like if i saw hands like this i'd be like if i play this game long enough of course i'm gonna win all the money but in reality, yeah. I'm never going to win all the money. Landon's like, how did I run ace-five suited into aces four times? The other customer, they keep giving me ace-five suited in douches. Yeah. They're like, man, it was king-six-four. <laughs> how do you call with fucking fifth pair? God, it'd be I so six easy. pair. It'd be so easy to cheat you. Yeah. <laughs> ace-five, right. deuces. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, you would never know. You'd be like, oh, man, I just ran really bad. Give him the hands, he yeah, just you, never you, folds. You're playing like a four-hour session, and like half the hands you're getting dealt are ace-five yeah. suited or deuces. I keep getting like, oh, man. I keep getting ace five suited in the big line versus the button open. What keeps happening here? <laughs> Crazy, down, isn't it? Down bad, down bad. They start inducing like ace jack off. <laughs> like I'm so, gonna four back call. Yeah. So guys, I don't know what the fuck to think. Everybody's throwing shit at the wall right now. There are spaces with uh, this girl named Rena questioning Mars last night. And was it in Chinese? Like Zio. I mean, half of it was in Chinese, half of it was in English. Screenshots. Of, yeah, here we go. Screenshots, we screenshots of text messages in Chinese, so, Mandarin, or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know, know where, who got this, who is <laughs> on the other side of it, or what <laughs> the fuck is going on here. But we have this image that's basically translated to Tony saying, Tony being Mars, saying, you can't play like that. It looks so bad. You can only do this once a night. And the other person responds, okay. And then um, Mars says, stop showing shitty hands. <laughs> so, like, this, if, if you are running a cheat and you have somebody else at the table and they're doing things like this, you know, I mean, this is a very a uh, text message that would make a lot of sense. But how the fuck does this person have it? Yeah, what, it, like what the hell? It's supposed to be between a cheat, the, the whoever's ringmastering the cheat, which is Tony in this case, and the other person in on it. So like, I don't know how this would get leaked anywhere. I, why? Why I, didn't they just have like the the actual right. like? Uh, they took the time geez, to the actually do this. Yeah, the screenshot like it as it is, and then yeah, and then a separate image of the I, translation. I would be like, obviously, I don't speak any Chinese, but like, I would be wary about the translations here, right? Because it's so easy for someone to just put up a fake translation. That's true too. And have a bunch of people who don't speak Chinese just interpret you, it in whatever way. You, you would think that someone. Someone that speaks uh, Chinese you would, could, think, would, would but debunk like, that really quick. But I don't know. But like, maybe they haven't seen this. You know, yeah. like you, you, you don't know. That's like true. it's Listen, so easy for a message to get out. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, I've wait, seen. I have, I've seen, I have an emergency. Hold on a second. I've seen. Um, you know when you go to concerts and there's someone on the side like doing yeah. sign language for people that. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're talking about waka Well, no. I'm saying <laughs> people have been hired by the government to like go do these things and they don't even like. 
make sure that this person actually knows sign language. Right. Like, people I've have seen gone that. viral There's for fake, just like fake bullshit. sign language. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, oh, I I missed my calling when I was in middle school. I took Mandarin for three years. Oh wow. Good. And then yeah. in high school, I dropped it. <laughs> And I could have been really useful in this time. Yeah, it could have been. But Drop now, I got nothing. Don't yeah. worry. I took like six years of Spanish. I still can't tell you like anything. I took four years of Russian, so we've all got weird languages. Or wow. not, well, Spanish is a weird language. But, no, I was yeah. like, I need to find, use a language or go for a language that people use. Yeah, I, I took Russian for four years, and then it was like 10 years between finishing taking Russian and actually going to Russia, and I'd forgotten it all by the time I actually yeah. went to Russia, so it was completely useless. <laughs> End of... Uh, Blank checks tweet storm. Uh, he says about at about 5 a.m. Nick Airball calls me and tells me that the whale has been felted and lost all the Mars in one of the last hands of the night. I called Mars and the other game host the next day and apologized for overreacting. So it seems like the classic trope here is the whale scams someone, whether it's Ishan or like uh, Blank check, and then loses it in a big pot to Mars. And now the whale, but like the weird thing in like in my brain is he doesn't need to lose it back to Mars. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Well, it, it makes it look like he's not cheating. Yes, it completes the circle. Yeah. So the only reason why he got that text from Blank Check is because he lost the money to Mars. But it's not the whale's game, right? It's Mars's game. It, it doesn't matter. It's like it's what they're trying to say. They're not. They're not trying to like. If if they think that this man is cheating, they don't think Mars is cheating. Like. They, yeah, they think trust the guy Mars. They think the guy that's in the hand is cheating, not right, the right. guy that's running the game. Right, he, so they he, trust Mars, and when he loses all his money to Mars, he's like, well, he must not have been cheating. He lost all his money to Mars. They're, yeah. like, giving him high fives and shit. You got him, man. You got him. You know? Like, which one, one of those type of situations. Right. I feel like the, hmm. it's like the, like you say, it completes the circle. It's, the, it's their way of maintaining their cover by making like sure that he's it. Yeah, yeah like he's he's coming out of the game losing money yep so how can you accuse someone of cheating when he lost x amount of dollars in the game exactly know? so it's just like it just it just ties the bow on it exactly. you know because like your eyes are taking it's it's um smoke and mirrors basically because mm -hmm. your eyes are taken somewhere else yeah. where the cheat is over here yeah but you Mickey. don't you don't realize allegedly Alleged, 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 alleged. This is all alleged. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. We don't. Yeah, we, we, we really we, don't. We, we're just speculating. Half the shit's in Chinese. What do you want from me? Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, okay, we have a new asset. This is like, uh, is it, I'm not going to call it a Landon service announcement, but Matt just posted this LSA. in the podcast assets chat, Guapo. Uh, it's, from, it's a tweet from Wesley. Oh. Wesley says, basically, Mars called me and admitted everything, including he's a cheater, and their cheating syndicate is now very mad. They're going to leave the U.S. today, threaten me, delete all the tweets about them. Otherwise, they're going to kill me. Jeez. Mars says he wants to save my life and going to go back to China. Other members are going to leave the U.S. today, find the mafia to kill me. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Armand is now dealing Baccarat and Win. So does their... Cheating. So their cheating group is there. Mars... Uh, Dacia Henderson, my, my friend got scammed three million. Another one to kill me. I'm not scared. I'll call the police. I have all voice recording that can prove that justice will prevail over evil. I'm going to give all my evidence to the police. Hashtag justice. Wow. Well, this is it very interesting. So real serious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, earlier today, I'm pretty sure um, Wesley went up and posted uh, Mars's acquaintances in this cheating scandal. Which is one being this man, Armand, I believe his name is. Aldno is his name. Okay. And he's the guy that works at the win? I, believe I thought he, he was a pro tournament player, but I guess he deals Baccarat at the win now? That's what they're saying? I don't know. You know, it's so hard. I believe this is Dacia, I'm guessing. Like, I, I, it's so hard to put this all together and, like, just from, like, yeah. the little nibble, Crazy. bits and nibbles that we get. But. It seems like they had a nice little group running, and I don't know what he's talking about, cheating syndicate, talking about killing. Like, this seems really weird to me. I feel like, like this has now become above our pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is I now agree. at the point where we just don't know what's going on. Actually, Police are involved. Like, I think we should all just shut up now, because I don't yeah. think we want the mafia coming after us yeah. now. Yeah, I'm starting to feel good. that way, too. Let's I, I'd like to go on record saying that there's no fucking mafia. 
behind this. Okay, probably. just so the mafia knows, <laughs> I believe that you guys are very real. <laughs> yeah, Leave no, me out of this, yeah. please. <laughs> no, this doesn't. This doesn't sound right. This shit doesn't. Yeah, add my, up. my and also my wife is Italian, so don't. I'm 100 percent Italian. We're on your side. Guys, Brian's Italian. Not, yeah. like, this is not yes. the Italian mob. Okay, this I know. Be some I'm just saying, if there's any mob out there that has any interest, you're like, uh, you know, we got Italian connections. We're fine. We are not the droids <laughs> you're looking for. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we have been saying allegedly this whole time. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes. so I don't know, man. There's so much shit going on. I, 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 I don't even know how to like wrap this up to a sentence. Like, I don't know. We I, can move on. Let's. <laughs> how, imagine how the mobs going out for a hit and they're like, oh wait, they said allegedly. Cancel it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're reasonable guys. Come on. God. Uh, it's fucking great. Basically, cool. we're I guess we're gonna see some more from this story. Um yeah. Stay alive, Wes. Uh, <laughs> but we got some game the gold game of gold to jump into. We have hand histories. Got hand it's history. it's time to get into it. Landy, what what do you got for us? Uh, what I got is in the podcast chat. Now, Guapo, help me. <laughs> Guapo, what do you got for us? I got a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, anyways, I looked through the Game of Gold episode 10, because I don't think we went over that one, and there was a lot more heads-up stuff going on there, mm -hmm. and you know me, uh, a very big heads-up enjoyer. What, you, yes. you, didn't, you didn't want to go over some Indian poker hand histories, you know? No, but there's definitely some form of theory crafting that, that has to go on there, where it's like, you want to polarize in some spots, some spots you want to have more yeah. of Yeah, I, I, you know what I thought was actually, uh, one thing that I thought was interesting for the Indian poker is that they, I thought it was very smart of the Game of Gold producers to put in the element of if you get someone to fold an ace, they lose half their chips. Yes, because, yeah, that's kind of cool. Because if they didn't do that, what would happen is anytime you see that your opponent has an ace, you just auto fold mm -hmm. and you have no reason to put a single chip in the pot. Right? right. So like, I think they knew that that's what would happen. And they created that element as a reason to try to get people off an ace. And I think yeah. that's, that was like the driving force of the Indian poker, I think. Definitely. Um, but this hand, this hand was interesting, actually. This is a good one to start with. Yeah, so I looked at all the hands, and I went through the, either some of the interesting ones that go post-flop or some of the pre-flop ones that I think are just pretty quick, like, scrapes at strategy where you don't have to do much. Uh, it's kind of low-hanging fruit, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, so this one, single-raise pot. Uh, Robin opens, DW calls, and then Robin goes for the C-bet. He goes big on this flop. Like the the guys in the back, like Charlie and the others, seemed really surprised by pot, this full pot. But I feel like full pot on this board seems fine to me. Like, or yeah. like it kind of seems like it's at least not bad because of the fact that there's a bunch of stuff that's kind of in an awkward spot against that side. There's here. some draws, but most of the bigger bet spots are going to be like Ace Broadway with a flush draw. Ace ah, seven okay. eight. I would probably go and like lean on a half pot strategy, but it kind of okay. is what it is. But it's not. It's not like a small bet spot though, right? Because I feel like that. That feels to me like it's not fantastic. It doesn't feel like much of a small bet spot. I'm sure you can get away with it, but it. I would go for a bigger size as well. Mm -hmm. um, pot seems like a little bit too much, but if it was like Ace ten seven flush draw, I'd go bigger. Okay, um, seems, seems fine. It's yeah. the spots where you have the two pairs where the big blind doesn't. Right, like on the board, like right, ace queen eight. The, the big one's always going to three back queens. Yeah, and that, make, queen. that makes sense. He can't have some two pairs here. He yep. So then DW goes for the check. Robin checks back. Very standard. And then <laughs> the river is really interesting. Like I was. Is this I, on slow speed? This I is on know, slow mode. I slowed it down a little bit. Charlie yeah. kind of corrected himself at the end because he he realized that that Robin can have a ten. Um, but yeah, I think that I think DW going for the check race here is probably really good because hmm. I think a lot of I think a lot of um, Robin's like gut shots and stuff that bets the bets the flop has a ten in it, and obviously he can have a lot of tens that he just uh, is gonna always bet when check to. So I feel like check raise feels pretty good here. Yeah, I think check raise is okay. I think block is also on the table too. Yeah, that feels kind of good um, as well because ten x is always gonna raise. Yeah, uh, ace x that checks back can sometimes raise as well because Robin's or because DW is gonna want to value better like eight x. Yeah, some of the time. I, actually, you know what? I really like that. I think I like block with the intent to three bet jam. Like I think that's really block cool three here. bets pretty nice. Uh, I think check raise is fine just kind of depends on like your preference but mm -hmm. i think i would lean i would lean block as i don't touch the pairs on the board let me right. ask you a question if um you have a feeling that he has an ace let's just say like your you your thought is that robin has an ace here do you think check raise is better because you think he'll be sticky on the call with calling i'm not sure in the sense of like how much he's going to call facing a raise but an ace definitely has to go for value on the end Yes. So check raise definitely is like a very viable option. I just don't know if you want to use a hand like a straight where you unblock the 10 
or you want to block with the hand, or you want to check with the hand like a 10 in it, because he's still going to value Benace himself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Robin goes for the bet here with King 8, which I think is... Thin. It's very thin, very. because he, he chops with 8x. Yeah. So he's targeting mm -hmm. small pairs, like deuces, threes, fours, five, sixes, and 7x as well. X yeah. as well. Yeah. So it does seem relatively thin, maybe... Mm, I, I think I would... I think I would check back. I think yeah. I'd prefer check back I, here. I, th I think it feels like when you... The king is bad, too. Right. I think if the river is just like a deuce, I think you can easily value bet this hand. But I think, like, when the... When you now chop and your, uh, your kicker doesn't even play, like, you don't really have much reason to target a worse eight. Right. And you also reopen yourself to having stuff like this happen, or you reopen yeah. the action. Mm -hmm. um, and you also block the king high calls that DW can have, right? Because king queen's not a bad hand for him to call with, as he just has high card mm -hmm. and doesn't block some of the trash that Robin is going to see bet with, and then uh, try to go for, like, a cheap stab on the river for mm -hmm. a half pot. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that hand's over. Next well, hand we I got... I mean, if he's betting an eight, that seems pretty... If he's betting all his pairs, calling with the king high would kind of suck, right? Well, if he's betting with an eight, um, calling with king high can still be reasonable because you're not really blocking some of the hands that Robin's going to have, like, call it four or five. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, because like, he's going to have some hands that mm -hmm. don't want to just always double barrel the turn. Yeah. And then, like, your king highs don't interfere with the, the garbage. Right, and okay. this, is, this is one of the hardest parts of heads up, just recognizing that... When your opponent's range includes stuff like he can have like nine five offsuit, right? Like mm -hmm. he can have he can have so much random shit that that has gut shots and stuff that could bet the flop with that size. There's a lot of other considerations now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Alrighty, moving on. Hand number two, we have uh, Robin opens the button. DW calls big blind and goes for a lead. Uh, lead here. He goes for big lead, lead too. Big. This feels weird. Yeah, I, this is why the sand's in there. Especially with, especially you, with this hand. Like, do you like this queen. board to be leading on? 9-8-6? So it's di this stuff is different Wait, when it's heads up. 9-8-6-5, sorry. Uh, yeah, so this board, we can uh, pause on turn. So this board's going to be a lot different heads up than it is going to be in a spot like button big blind or cut off mm -hmm. big blind in an MTT. Because right? ranges are so wide yeah. that nobody's... like The big blind's not going to be that... Uh, they don't have they, that much advantage. They don't have that much of an advantage because the opener is going to have a lot of garbage too. Yeah. yeah. Right? So in the button, in spots where it's like button versus big blind or cutoff versus big blind, the big blind is going to defend really wide and have these middling cards mm -hmm. where the cutoff is not going to have these kind of like seven, eight off trashy hands that open preflop mm -hmm. uh, yes. most of the time. But so in this predicament, you would say that 965 really isn't elite. I, I don't mean, think it's a lead spot. Do, not, uh, all right. Actually, with you saying that, is there any leads really in heads up then? There's, it seems like there can't be. On if you just, flops, less so in single raise pots, yeah. but there is a bunch of leads on some turn, turn yeah. changing cards. I, I can right? see turn being a heavy lead right. spot, but like flops seems like it shouldn't be led at all, really. Right. Leads, leads, don't, leads don't happen a lot when both ranges are pretty wide. You yeah. know, leads mm -hmm. are going to happen when one range is fairly wide and the other range is a bit more condensed or it's a little bit more concentrated in the area that interacts with the board. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for, there's not going to be a ton of leading right. in these spots, especially right. at depth. Like a spot like 965, uh, you might have some leads when it's button or big line versus hijack in an MTT, yeah. where the hijack's yeah. going to have a lot of offsuit Broadway that don't really connect very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but this spot's nothing like that. Uh, just everybody's too wide. Yeah, and then he goes for the double. Like, this this hand, it doesn't really function very well with this hand. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, Does that make sense? On, yeah, on, no, absolutely. On flop, um, like, you just, on flop, you honestly almost get called by worse more often than you get better to fold. Um, and then on turn, it, it, like, I don't know, other than the fact that we have the queen of diamonds... I don't really know what purpose this hand serves as a bluff on the turn. Right. You're kind of you're you're just you're blocking the hand that you want exactly. to have. You're blocking the stuff that the, you're you're that, trying to get to fold. You know, and like yeah, like and it's funny because like when you have king queen, guess what? He has your hand. Right. <laughs> and then you and then you uh, and then like I think he, he gives up on the river here, right? Or does he? Yeah, he gives up. It goes check check. Yeah. So like it's it just feels like if you're gonna go two streets with this hand and then you get here with king queen high like. You sort of have to commit and blast off, you know? It's a, it's a weird one because on the flop and turn, you kind of get everything better to continue and everything worse to fold. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you're kind of doing like reverse value bet type stuff. Yeah. Uh, so on the end, I'm kind of scared of the range that does call twice. Yeah. That's as it's always going to be connected towards some sort of draw or some sort of pair. Yeah. So now you're trying to get hands that have some form of equity to start folding. Yeah. I guess it's like, it just depends, I suppose, once you get to this point, depends on whether you think... Because there's so much like six, seven, six, eight, five, seven, five, eight, all that stuff. Yeah. If you think he's gonna 
hold all of those bluff catches, there's probably enough that you can get away with bluffing. But yeah. if you if you think he's prone to essentially heroing you with that stuff, then when you combine that with the fact that you just lose to a nine or a straight or whatever, you're just getting wrecked by bluffing this. Right. It's kind of so. weird tripling off here because like, uh, what hand, uh, what card are you betting on on River? Yeah. Like the Jack through Ace is supposed to hit his range mm -hmm. as you're leading nine six five or whatever the hell it was, um, and like. Like what hand? You're getting called on six five nine nine. So if a deuce peels off, you don't want to fucking triple it off. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what? How would you ever like even continue yeah. well, with is, a triple you're, here? You're figuring out the reasons of why lead that makes no sense and heads up. Yeah, right. no, yeah, absolutely. You're just leading into an uncapped range where Robin doesn't really have to take any aggressive actions yet. As you look at the SPR, if the SPR is like one point three, so if David does check and Robin has a hand like call it queen eight. Right, he's just going to go all in all here in, yeah. and yeah. represent the nine, where he doesn't have to raise a nine on the turn. And yeah. I, I think this is a really good example of why it's generally not a good idea to take like what you might call like a like a fuck around weird weird line on on flops and turns. Like when you when you take disincentivized lines on an earlier street, it just leads you into no man's land on on later streets. You know, you just get into river spots where it's like I have no idea what I'm supposed to be bluffing here because I'm not even supposed to get here with any frequency. You know? So <laughs> in this particular spot, like if you just dumped if you just put me in David's spot on that river, I don't know what I don't know what my bluffs are supposed to be because I'm not supposed to get there in that mm -hmm. line. Right. And villain's range for calling twice against the lead is is not supposed to exist because the lead's not supposed to happen. So it's it's really hard to brain solve that spot, and you're just going to get yourself into more difficult spots and end up like check folding in a spot where you, you know, you just lose a, just torch a bunch of chips. Yeah, it's it's just like there's just no river. Like when you just get there, it's like there's just literally no river that you can think about that's like you want to bluff. I th I think that he was probably just going to bluff a diamond. Like I think okay. if I had to try to interpret his logic, I would say he probably was looking at it saying, "I have the queen of diamonds." When the river comes a diamond, I'm going to bluff. If it doesn't come a diamond or a king or a queen, I'm going to shut down. Only problem yeah. with this logic is it never leads. Um, flush draws never lead flop. Exactly. Like, so like, you, like you're, and then you're also you're still leading into a range that contains a shitload of flush draws. Yep. So sometimes it just comes a diamond and you just get wrecked anyway. So like <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult, you know. Yep. Next hand. Good job, guys. We figured out why leading is bad. <laughs> uh, so. You. Uh, DW goes for the raise. Lucas goes for the call. Uh, seems like very standard stuff. Like these mm -hmm. hands, you don't want to three bet the seven four suited type stuff. You mostly want to use uh, polar offsuit kind of things. Uh, Forty effective, especially at the yeah, this depth. Like it, it really sucks to three bet these hands <clears throat> and then get jammed on and it doesn't serve you very well. When you say polar offsuit stuff, like ace deuce off and ace deuce, queen four, yeah. king rag, five, rag, high card, low card block or stuff. Yep. Yeah, okay. the the bottom left corner of that range grid. Yep, yeah. okay. The stuff that people never do about in their Wait, lives. what's a range grid? <laughs> the grid of, of the, the hands that you He's look at. He's trolling me. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so easy to get with trolling. Like. Okay, so pause it for a second. So anyways, uh, DW goes for a C-bet. I would arrange C-bet as DW. And then Lucas goes for a check raise with the 7-4, which I think is a little bit ambitious. You probably yeah. want to use a little bit of a different combo. It feels like you want to have some connectivity. Like you want to have 6-4 six, six, for a backdoor gutter, something like that. 7-4 just feels like a little too wide. Something like 10-9 that blocks into his jacks. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can just like peel off an 8 or a 7 and have some fucking yeah. YOLO value. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, uh, good hand here to check raise the hands like King-3 suited with a backdoor. Uh, you try to get some uh, yeah. better king highs to fold, okay. some ace highs those to uh, are, be upset spicy. later. Those are some spicy um, ones. But yeah, you actually play a high-frequency check raise on these paired boards because you're just trying to fight mm -hmm. for the high cards to fold. Uh, anyway, so turns a deuce. Uh, that's a good card for Lucas, right? Because he's going to check raise a lot of deuce acts here for protection uh, and value. So, but here we are with no equity, no draw. So I would mostly want to check this one and then bluff with spades. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a chance to win with a flush draw. Yeah. Um, I think I would just check this one. I'm okay with, with giving it up. Uh, but he goes for the double barrel. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I wouldn't. Maybe it's in there, but my, re my read would be no. Yeah, I feel like it's also kind of bad having two hearts here because David's going to bet call some backdoor, backdoor hearts on the flop, and now you don't want to have those. Yep. I, would, I think spade, like 7 4 spades here, if you have like just a flop check raise, I think turn, check, turn mm -hmm. barrel is good. Uh, like you can still beat some ace highs on the end, still make some pairs and still win, still get some queen high, king highs to fold. Yeah. But uh, we're asking for a lot at this point. And then DW calls with the ace high. I think this is relatively standard. Uh, smallish bet. Andy's, Andy's enjoying that food over there. <laughs> Looks pretty good. It does. Awesome. Uh, River 10 of clubs. 
I'm definitely scared now to find a river fire after call call. It's hard to find the correct bluffs here. Yeah, this is a this is a tough one. Like you, it's really hard to know what kind of blockers you want to have. Like because the spades, theoretically, spades having spades is bad now. Right. But then if you don't bluff with spades, like what do you still have left to yeah. bluff with? It's right? one of those spots where it's so narrow where you might have to use the smallest spades, like three, four of spades. Mm -hmm. Just go for it. Right. Try to get yeah. some better spades to fold. Yeah. Um, I, also I also think like, I, I kind of feel like when you have your eight highs and below and stuff like that here, the stuff that's or nine high and below, like the stuff that's just playing the board, mm -hmm. it really, really sucks to check that stuff and then lose to like king queen of spades or something. That's so I, I wonder if um, I wonder if maybe the, some of these seven highs and eight highs when you do get here, like maybe you are supposed to bluff them. I don't know. It feels like you have to you're just like showing up. Flipping over seven highs, mm -hmm. just, it, it, that hurts. Yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about this river bet by DW. I think he, I think he checks. Does he no, pay? he bets forty k. He bets forty k into eight forty. This is like a super. This is like a live pro. This weird is thing. so live reg shit. The five percent <laughs> pot in position. No, check. check. Bro's making up information there, on the there, internet. There was, <laughs> there was a hand that's, where he oh, did that. that Classic con. There, there was a, I could have sworn I was just watching bet 40k. There was a hand where he did that. There was there was one hand where he bet super. Sword. I thought I literally just watched the bet 40k in the river. I can't breathe right now. Bro is blind. Oh man, that's so good. Bro is blind. Someone. Okay, next hand. Someone. Let, let, I got a reverse. Hand. Hold on. Next hand. Someone. Someone help him. But if he did bet 40k, oh, it would, it would be bad. Oh, I'm sorry. It was it was on the flop. It was when 41 40. Uh, I thought I was thought we were at the river. Yeah, he already. did good. He ran, he ranged bet one big line. He did it good. went back. Okay, never mind. Sorry. You're good. Go uh, so it goes limp check here. Uh, Queen six is actually one of those spicy hands. You might be able to jam for like 23 bigs. It's like this magic square. It's like king five, king six, queen five, queen six. Offsuit. I I yeah. see that sometimes. Like I see like we call it the magic square. You, there's already a name for it. Wow. Magic I'm, I'm so behind the times. I'm, <laughs> I'm behind the times because I didn't know about square. the magic square Wait. of Queen Six off. Listen, nobody knows what the fuck Landon's ever talking about. All right, okay. he makes up these things every day. He wakes Says the guy up, that made up a 40k He makes up these new jargon every day, or he gets it from pads, one or the other, and you know he just runs with it. Yeah, did you get that one from pads? Magic Square? No, it was me. It was you and actually. <laughs> well, well, yeah. That's it. adjacent. It's always it's always some Euro influence. You some British guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just run around with the Brits these days. Yeah. yeah. Toby might have said it. <laughs> uh, so Robin goes for limp here. I like limp. These aren't hands you don't want to raise that much this deep because they're only twenty something effective, and you want to be able to limp call effectively. Uh, so DW with the check is fine too. You don't always have to jam, but I think it gets in there a little bit. Uh, flop check. Uh, Robin goes for the one big blind bet, which I think is good because David's going to have a lot of the garbage hands that yeah. aren't going to want to bet himself. Uh, Robin goes for the double on the ace, which I think is uh, good because um, sometimes, uh, if we can pause it for a second, sometimes you actually want to have like trashy low card nonsense in order to have enough of a frequency to, to bear over it's the It's the fold right. unblockers. You know, you're like, you're, you're unblocking the, the king high stuff like the, well, actually king high is probably still calling the yeah. turn, but like you're unblocking like the 10x stuff, like the 10-8 gutters. 10-8 gutters. gutters, yeah, exactly. Some of that stuff, some of the backdoor stuff. I mean, that's um, like almost the only hand that really folds though. 9-8. 10898. 10898. Eight. Eight, eight. Um, you got to be pretty wide can, here. Can we yeah, just delay like, to the river here? It just, well, because we're going to want to value bet our ASX as well. And yeah, it goes limb true. check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so and we're going to want to value bet ASX. We want to check Queen X and still bet Jack X. And as the, well. the other thing sense. as well is that you don't, you don't want to just auto bet all your King X and 10X here on the turn because when you have King High and you, you bet this value. Right, exactly. Yeah. When you have King High and you bet this turn, a lot of the time you don't actually get anything better to fold. So. You kind of have to bet your 10x, but then also some other random trashy bluffs. Yep. And then, so in this spot, DW goes for the call on the turn. Very standard. Can't fold the queen here. It's just too good, and ASEX isn't really that likely for uh, Lucas on the button. He's going to have mm -hmm. some, right? But some of them are going to raise pre, some of them are going to limp trap. He's going to limp aces on the button? He shouldn't. But he's going to have some, like, ASEX suited. I mean, uh, he's going to limp some ASEX offsuit, like ace-queen ace offsuit. He's going to go for some limp raises. You can go for some limp jams. You don't limp play jam, limp jams. Yeah. Limp jams. Yeah. Limp so jam. like at this step, you only play limp jam. Yeah. You don't play limp uh, limp three bet because your best hands are gonna want to raise. No. Yeah. Of course. So then Lucas on the river bets. How much does he bet? Four hundred k. He bets four hundred k into five hundred. I think this is a good size. He's wrapping yeah. a. He's wrapping a king. He's, he's wrapping putting, a straight. Putting, putting the jack in a tough spot. Jack is mad. Queen can be mad. Right. And David has to call pretty wide here. 
um, just because of the way that the ranges function. Do you ever find yourself with an overbet here? No. I think I would go for a size that would still lets me value bet some... Um, it makes... I don't think I would overbet. I think the reason an overbet would function would be like on a brick river where you're repping a jack. Mm-hmm. Where in this spot, yeah. like David can just have a straight too much. Okay. It's, it's usually, usually a really good rule of thumb is like it's hard to overbet when a draw gets there. Like it's, it's really hard to just pile it in now because there's always going to be some portion of hands that improved and those hands are just going to never fold. Especially four liners. Right, shows. exactly. So for the most part, going with like more moderate sizes on those boards works well because then the stuff that didn't improve is now in a tougher spot. Mm -hmm. Right, so Which DW says. has a tough bluff catch and found it. It's probably in there a little bit. It makes a lot of sense to me because you can't only mm -hmm. call here with a straight. Right. Because if you only call with a straight, you're not calling enough. Yeah. You just don't have a straight enough of the time to face bet, bet, bet uh, to not find calls with other portions of your range. Right, okay. absolutely. Makes sense. And you just don't have enough full houses either. And he just doesn't have enough aces. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Six is kind of nice too. Uh, so now David limps the ace-jack roughly nine effective. Uh, just quick strategy thing here. Offsuit ace-x on the button loves to jam ten and under. Yeah. Ace-jack off and under, like pure jam. We don't like limping offsuit stuff. We like limping suited stuff. Right. Yep. And uh, queen seven here. So Lucas goes for jam. It's actually just a check. And the reason mm -hmm. why you check is that jamming here does not serve you very well. Yeah. You get everything better to call and everything worse to fold. Right. And like, you dominate a lot of the limps from uh, the buttons range. It, it might be it might be easy to overlook this, but like you're not getting queen nine to fold here for nine bigs, or at least you shouldn't be. Now, if he thinks that DW is limp folding, like queen nine or queen ten, then yeah, maybe jamming gets better. But like you shouldn't be getting a lot of better queens to fold at that shallow depth. Right. So you just prefer to check. Yep. Very, very uh, standard, like standard just heads up, sit and go range stuff. Not much of like opinionated strategy. This is like talk to my dad, talk to the overlord. My, my dad can beat your dad type stuff. Okay, next hand. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a timestamp. This, this is when Nikita comes in. This is when Nikita goes for yes. Rocket Woman. Yeah, this was, this was wild, man. I feel like... I, I would love to know whether she went into this thinking that, well, I've played quite tight already and people kind of have like people kind of have an idea that I play tight and I'm going to play more aggro as a result. Or if she just she just really brought it this one session and made a lot of really great plays. Yeah, I mean, after this first hand, I kind of thought that nothing would was going to change. Mm. But then a lot of things changed. A lot yeah. of things changed. <laughs> this, this first hand was uh, was a pretty wild one in terms of how it ended up. Like, yep. I, uh, I was very surprised Nikita ended up folding this river. I think everything prior to the river seems fine. Yeah, so flop is going to be one of those spots where you have two sizes, right? The ace-queen-8 double draw, or flush draw, where DW is going to always do bet, uh, like pocket eights, pocket queens, aces, and then ace-queen, uh, and then ace-eight uh, suited a decent amount of the time. So Nikita has the range advantage, and you can go big, or you can go small as well. So queen-9 kind of wants to fit into the small bucket. Mm -hmm. uh, so she goes small, check-check. And then River, David bets, like, is it like a slight over bet? I think, I think he, bet, he bets quite big, and I honestly don't even like his bet here. Like, Yeah, King I, High has showdown value. You have no diamond as well. Yeah, I think you, I think you have too strong of a hand to bluff with, almost. Like, it, it, it makes more sense to do this if, there's, if it's not a, a heads-up spot, and, mm -hmm. you know, you're dealing with, like you said, like a hijack open range or whatever. But. Yep. King Jack here, you're like, I would rather just use Jack 10 with a mm -hmm. diamond, and I would bet pot, like, betting pot makes a lot yeah, more sense, because you you're cause targeting you, King High. You have so much Jack 10, you have Jack 9, you have 10-9, you have all that offsuit stuff, especially the stuff with a diamond, like, you have maybe some, some King of Diamonds deuce type stuff that has to call the flop because it's King High with a diamond, Definitely. you know, stuff like that, so... There's a lot of stuff to bluff with there, but you don't have to bluff with King Jack, I don't think. Right, so King Jack in that spot's going to be an over bluff, it probably. Works. And then uh, <laughs> Queen of Diamonds 9 is like a decent hand to call with yeah. after you check back, because if yeah. you think about the line, it just it's a single raise pot, and we bet one big blind on the flop. Mm -hmm. So David has to continue very wide, and the diamond is very, very nice to block some of the flushes mm -hmm. that he's going to have that aren't always going to check raise the flop. Right. So I would be like a little more considerate before like call it snap folding, where I think that I would probably lean call, maybe fits the fold sometimes. Mm -hmm. But queen with a diamond is kind of nicer than a, like a queen with a better kicker and no diamond. Yeah, I think yeah. if like if you have queen nine, no diamond, I think it. I can understand that it starts to get a bit uncomfortable, but I feel like when you have a diamond, like you just kind of have to annoyingly call, you yeah. know. And this is kind of the issue with heads up is you just have to play wide ranges and make very uncomfortable decisions, or else people can get away with stuff like over bluffing. Uh, and it can be very, very profitable. Yeah. Well, speaking of 
getting away with stuff and the opposite of getting away with stuff. Yeah, this this hand is insane. <laughs> yeah, this was wild. Um, Nikita raises queen. Yeah, very wild hand. It's very yeah, standard raised. I, I feel like there's been a very low frequency of people actually waking up with big hands in these heads-up matches. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, aces, kings, queens being dealt out. So yeah. seeing Nikita get queens is interesting. Or it's like the open... Yeah, who knows? Like, the open three-bet fold. Real quick, pre-flop, 100 effective. King-6 is a decent... Oh, we can pause it for a second. Um, King-6 is one of those hands that you want to three-bet pre-flop. The offsuit is very, very nice mm -hmm. at, like, some sort of low frequency. And then um, ace-ace-10 going to be a range bet for the button, in theory. Uh, if he has, like... If Nikita has a read that David might overbluff on some turns and rivers and stabs, uh, I can understand finding some checkbacks on flop. But I think for my own like my own consciousness, like my own sanity, almost like I don't want to have to play those guessing games. Yeah. Because now you have to think, oh, like what is he gonna do? How do I know if he's gonna do? Versus just putting in a big blind and seeing what happens. As Queens is worth so much pot share here. He can check raise a 10 for value and protection. He can check raise bluffs as well that we've already seen. So I would just go for one big blind and see what happens. Seems pretty reasonable. All right, let's go to the turn. Yeah. Turns an eight, and then DW goes for a lead. Not necessarily sure what the lead is, like what's up here with the small lead. This is super weird. Like the one sixth pot lead on a total brick of a turn or most, mostly a brick of a turn. Yeah. Super weird. So now Nikita's like, okay, I can't take this. I need value for my hand, which I would also agree with. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, King High doesn't really want to function it's much another, as a lead. Another situation where you get better to call and worse to fold. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're sure you're going to get some value from some hands, right? Queen Jack's mm -hmm. still, still going to be in there. Some Jack Highs are still going to be there for a big blind. But yeah. it doesn't, the bet doesn't really serve your range very well, as most of your range that wants to bet is 8x, 10x, and also ace x. So you're going to want to go for a bigger bet most of the time after a check check if you yeah. are going to bet. But the issue is when Nikita does check back the flop, her range is actually going to be relatively strong as well. Right. So you're actually betting into a very strong range that. It's kind of like a weird fantasy game because in theory it's a range bet for one big blind. So now once you check, it's like your range is probably stronger because most of your bluffs are going to want to go for the one big blind. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more natural to go for the, oh, wait, two aces is my board. And then I check back, my hand's going to be a lot more condensed to like sneak traps yeah. and not really having those delay bluffs. Mm -hmm. So betting this 20, 20K is actually kind of a bigger yeah. issue than it, it looks like. It is funny. Like, like even when you're playing like full ring and you see a hand like that where it's just like, oh, that's a range bet for somebody and they check. You're like, aces. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I just realized that for some, yeah. I, for some reason we were talking about c-betting the flop. I forgot that Nikita actually didn't c-bet right, the flop. Right, she checked back. I yeah. thought for some reason DW check called and then led the turn. And I was like, why are you doing this? That, but yeah, yeah. I, this makes some sense, but I still feel like the, yeah. the one big blind lead feels weird because not very many hands in our check back range actually have a tough spot against it. And then he goes for the three bet. We're in fantasy land. This is spicy. Like, you want to have some sort of equity, right? Some flush yeah. draws would be nice. Some open-endeds would be nice if you're going to try to find some hands. Where now we're kind of on an island, and we could just be drawing debt. Mm -hmm. Drawing debt is never fun, especially when there's streets to play, and you're out of position. Right? Because let's say DW had a hand like 6 seven of diamonds uh, that didn't be bet pre for some reason. Like, now he has a flush. Or let's say he has a hand like king six of diamonds, where he goes for a spicy line. Now he rivers a flush, right? But now when you have this kind of combo and you have sort of nothing, you'd rather use hands like jack-9, 7-9. And now a lot of your bluffs actually get there on this card. It's mm -hmm. a really bad card, right? Because jack-9 is now a pair and probably doesn't want to bluff. Um, flush draws get there. So it's really kind of hard to find the creative-ish bluffs. Man, yeah. really spooky. Very spooky hand. <laughs> this certainly this feels like a spot where it's very possible the reason Nikita ended up calling was just this I don't believe you kind of a kind of a situation. Just like your line doesn't feel like it makes sense. I don't think you would do this with an ace often enough. I call. And sometimes you just kind of have to do that, I guess, you know? Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you're playing a game versus people, and you have to decide whether or not the line makes sense or not. And it's very difficult to come up with a, a bluff, but at the very same time, it's hard to come up with a value hand. Yeah. It's hard to come up with a value hand that wants to lead, three-bet, and then do these kind of things, where most of the full houses and things in your range are going to want to call and then let Nikita kind of bet river, and then you can raise mm -hmm. and be kind of sneaky there. And... Kind of, a, it's, it's very creative. It's a very creative line. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to not believe people, you know? Yeah, and I she did, didn't. I did this yesterday and fucking wrecked a guy with it. <laughs> 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 All right.
right. Shout was out to the fun. guy's Damn. face that got yeah. wrecked. He got wrecked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His melted face. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Nikita, Nikita wrecked him. She did wreck him. 400, yeah. She, she waited till the last second. She really kept him. Man, kept this him is really tough too with queens here, right? Because like you have queens no diamond. You don't block yeah. flushes. You block wow. some straights. Beast. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's such a good feeling when you agonize over a call. You end up calling, and then you're right. Like when you just slam the chip in there, and you're like, "Fuck it, I call." Mm-hmm. And then they just they roll over a bluff, and you're like, <clears throat> "Yeah, so good." Got you. Great feeling. Great feeling. Very good feeling. One of the better feelings in this game. That's true. Better than the opposite feeling, that's for sure. <laughs> so this was Brandon. another this was another interesting one. Um, yep. I think Nikita has a hand that can check raise at a pretty high frequency here. Uh, maybe a little bit less so against a decent sized bet, like 80, uh, 50 into 80. But she does have a diamond in her hand, which obviously is, uh, is going to work out pretty well. It's, it's always really fun seeing everybody in the back just like rooting for cards and right. like super invested in it. I, I love that part of the show. Yeah, it's like, great. It, it's really good. I think she has to lead at a decent frequency on this seven, but I think people can underestimate in heads up how much leading happens. Or sorry, people, people can uh, underestimate the extent to which the in-position player here in a heads up match actually can still have a bunch of 7x. So the extent to which the, the leading happens is sometimes a little bit neutralized by that. But I do think leading is, is probably going to be fine with, uh, with the hand that she has. Yeah. Leading is good here. Like, a lot of the ranges she has, it's going to uh, check call. It's going to be 7x. So mm-hmm. finding leads in this spot is a very, very standard. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what Charlie's on about. He was like, he has ace-10. He, he, he just said he has ace-10 in her mind 100% of the time. Like, that's not really true, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Let him cook. Yeah. There, there's a... The, the river diamond is really interesting here because I feel like most of the time when you get here with an unpaired hand that has a diamond in it, you probably just have to go for it. Like, it's, it feels really hard to just give up nine high here. Yeah, uh, she finds a creative line and goes for a check jam where I would have gone for a river bet myself, go for mm-hmm. like a river B75, because it really is a pain if it does go check check and we lose. And yeah. we get called by some like ace ace highs, right? Like he because uh, again he can have. I mean, the the absolute worst is he has like nine ten of something and just gives up, and we still lose. You know that really sucks. Right, it could be a big issue. So I think that I would want to go for um, choosing a different combo, but at the same time like finding the frequency of playing a check jam as a bluff here. Very very creative. Yeah, uh, really good. Gee, let's go. Super sharp. Yeah, and then he's just really mad. And folds a jack. I think like Yeah, I think Jack Eight fold here is actually reasonable. Uh, jack yeah. Eight with a diamond, uh, you're gonna be a lot more indifferent. Yeah, I th- uh, Jack I th- Eight no diamond. I think that's basically snap mucking when yeah. you don't have a diamond. Is, considering the size of the jam too, like he bet 150, she jammed for 1.1. Like you don't have to. Considering he, David can still have seven X, he can still have Jack X with a diamond. He can still have flushes, houses, some straights. Even there's so much stuff that he can have there that can much more easily call compared to just a, a jack with no diamond. Like, I do think it's very reasonable to just snap muck in that That was spot. probably my favorite hand so far out of the whole series. Yeah, really good hand. Really interesting hand. So, yeah. That's, there's a lot of fun hands in this heads-up thing. Um, but let me tell you something else that's more fun. What's that? More drama? More fucking drama, man. Do we, do we have drama going on while we we're on air? We have drama going on oh my God. right now. Because you guys, you guys have been so active over on the other side of the room. I've been like trying to keep the discussion going, <laughs> and I have no idea what you guys are doing. So <laughs> drop Sorry. it on us. Drop it on us. Man, what's going on? I, I don't know what's going on. It's so hard to like wrap everything together. But Mars is now going to Twitter, and he's posting that Wesley had allegedly ran a game, um, an app game, where he was cheating everybody. And there was a guy called Mr. Fang, uh, Mr. F, he calls him, and he, he, brought to, he brought it to Mara's attention that something was wrong with the game. And basically, it says that Wesley admitted to using multiple RTA GTO colluding robots against all the players. Mr. F said he was going to go expose him for cheating, cheating him out of 1.5 million RMB before the million dollar cash game at HCL. And Wesley paid back the money to prevent getting exposed. And it doesn't stop there, man. There's another tweet that basically says, 
After Wesley lost $1.5 million to Dylan Heads Up, Wesley started working with the developer on a Heads Up RTA tools. He said he would connect it to GG Poker, and Mars provided a bunch of screenshots for this. And he said, <laughs> Wesley... <laughs> Um, this is a conversation between him and Wesley where he brags about how he's going to cheat everybody. Is this it right heads here? Heads up and be one? the top number one in the world. The next, next one. This, this is, is so oh, next wild. One. Yeah, uh, so that's this one. And this, this is all pretty wild to me because, like, uh, can't you make these things up? Like, this could all be fabricated. This could all be true. And it's just like... It's literally, like I said yesterday, it's the Spider-Man meme. Everybody's like... Everybody's pointing at the other one. Shooting shit at each other. And it is so absurd. To be honest, if you ask me, they're all fucking cheating somehow, some way. Yeah. This is insane. I don't... We said it pre-podcast, but they need a spinoff of Game of Gold called Game of Cold. Game of Cold deck. We're all playing a sit-and-go, and whoever can cheat them out of the most amount of money, but if you get caught, you lose. This is the new. This yeah. is new poker content. You know what? You know what? I just saw as well. This is this is completely off topic, but I, I was scanning Twitter for the same stuff that you're just looking through. Uh, I just saw there's apparently an active shooter at UNLV. I, I, yeah. I just saw we that. Just saw that, saw that, that as well. Yeah. That's right. fucked up. So, I hope everyone's okay. Yeah, if you uh, are by UNLV, please stay safe. Right, Metro Police said there's yeah. possible multiple victims, so it could be a, a terrible situation. That's horrible. Right. Uh, hate hate to hear that, man. Um, but. We're going to get out of here on that note. I, um, I don't know what's to come over the next couple days, man. We got, we got a game of golf finale on Friday. We do have yes, a game of golf do. finale on Friday. That's, yeah. some, that's some fun stuff. I'm really excited to look Two forward to that. Two-hour finale. What's even better is our boy Guapo came up with the best idea for tomorrow. <laughs> so in, yeah. for this weekend's Weekend Warrior, tomorrow we are going to play Indian Poker. To see who gets to pick the gets winner, first pick, yeah. gets first pick of the final six of Game of Gold. So that's going to be our this weekend's weekend and, warrior. And I guess since I won't be here, I just get last pick by default. So mm. you guys can mm. just pick well, ahead of me. We'll try to flush it out tonight. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if I if I'm not here, just you know, leave, I, leave me with whoever's last, and I'll just sweat them. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, hon, I think you get showered here. I get showered. Oh. Well, no, yeah, we already got six people. Six players. Melissa, right? Melissa's going to be in studio tomorrow, uh, and Berkey will and be Berkey. here. Oh, okay, that's fine. So that's we have, fine. We have six. I think I'd rather not pick than get stuck with the last pick. Like, <laughs> at least this way, my record doesn't get harmed. You know, my my. I think I'm like fifty fifty right maybe now. Maybe Fedor will be the last guy. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. everyone just thinks Fedor's the worst player out of those six. If I get first. Pick. I'm picking Kinda. Y'all are crazy. I'm, team I'm telling you, Kinda's team, gonna team win this Fedor shit. now, man. Team Fedor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were on me. Yeah, oh, he, he was on you. He was on you. You didn't realize. <laughs> you got a big screen right to your right, Connie. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, we are out of here. Thank Please you so much sh- for joining us. Don't you. forget to go check out that new Poker Out Loud at Solve for White. .io. That's right. And, you know, we'll be back here tomorrow with Berkey. He's going to do some, you know, he's going di- dig to di- dig and dive into all this Twitter shit. It's man, too I much for my, my little brain to comprehend, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't believe that Wesley's a cheater, man. Well, I do because it seems that way. Um, but <laughs> I think it's all, everybody's all fucked up over there. There's a lot of shit going on. We don't know what's going on. I can't even comprehend it. I can't even put things together. I'm so lost. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Peace. Thanks. See you. Peace.